Hey, thank you for listening to Yes, Another Podcast. I'm Carlos, and today I have with me... I'm Elsa, Elsa Sanchez. A first-timer. First-timer. To the Yap crew. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So in a snapshot, I'm a teacher on the weekdays and a radio personality on the weekends. Ah, living a double life. <laughs> kind of, sort of, yes. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, today's show... We're going to tackle the Netflix series, She's Gotta Have It. Oof. So I'm going to tell you right off the break, if you haven't seen the show and you have intentions of seeing the show, uh, you might want to skip this one. Yeah, disclaimer. For real, y'all. <laughs> We're going to try our best not to spoil stuff, but needless to say, watch the show and then listen to us. But before we start, you can email us at yesanotherpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Yes, another pod. You can follow us also on Instagram at Yes, another podcast. You can follow me personally at That Brother Los on IG and Twitter. Elsa, where can I follow you at? You can follow me at I am Elsa Sanchez on Instagram. I also have Twitter, but I'm not active. So just do Instagram for now. You don't tweet? No. Interesting. I like live on Twitter. Really? I live on Twitter. I used to have a Twitter back in high school, and I was on it, like, every day. It was called Live Undefined. <laughs> but That was your handle? That was my handle. <laughs> live Undefined. Live Undefined. So poetic. I know. Um, but I guess I got to get back on it. So I was in New York recently, well, actually a couple months ago, and it was my first time traveling to Brooklyn. Mm. All right. And I'll tell you it's off the break. I loved Brooklyn. I didn't I never understood like the big deal about Brooklyn. Cause I would see all in like Spike Lee's movies and all that stuff. I like I just don't get it. Like, all right, cool. All right, what's what's the big deal about Brooklyn? Rappers talking about Brooklyn, all rapping Brooklyn, all that stuff. Like I didn't get it. <laughs> then I went. Right. And for only like maybe two days, I got it. I got everything about Brooklyn and nice. I fell in love instantly. What'd you love about it? Just the culture, the flavor, because um, we stayed in Bed-Stuy. And, of course, I knew who uh, grew up in Bed-Stuy, one of the most famous rappers ever, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Uh, and not too far away from there was, like, Marcy Avenue, like, I guess, right. in, you know, Jay. Marcy Place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's his face? Mint Fleet. So that whole, I went to a barbershop that day, and like, he, the guy broke it down for me. Hell, he even told me where the Cosby's uh, hung out at, <laughs> Crown <What>? Heights. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, look, I love this place. Like, I was, just, I fell in love instantly. And so, by the time I came back, mm-hmm. she got to have it or it came out. So I was like, all right, well, I seen the original, a movie. Uh, I believe that's '86, and that's Spike Lee's first movie, mm-hmm. uh, a movie that I personally didn't care too much for. I liked it when I I saw it for the first time a couple years ago. And I just fell in love with this Nola Darling character. Yes. She she made it for me. Like, she made the movie for me. Now, so, like, when they said we were going to do, like, a remake, I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to rewatch the uh, original. And I did, just to get, like, a, a refresher. Um, I didn't realize Mars Blackman came from She Gotta Have It. Because if you look, if, if you look on YouTube, the old Nike commercial of, Jordan and Spike Lee. Spike Lee's char- um, character in the commercial was Mars Blackman. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize 
Nike used that to promote Jordan's like, you know, his all his sneakers. Wow, I didn't even know that. Okay, so I gotta just put this out there. I love the music. Mm-hmm. Like the music choice, the music selection throughout the entire series is just fire. Yes, and I love the fact that, um, and I hope it's not a spoiler, but <laughs> it shouldn't be. <laughs> I love the fact that after the scene, you can see the artwork. The, the art- artwork. Yes, the album cover. And they give you the song, and I love that because I've I've personally gone onto YouTube to find some of these songs and. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's it's hard to find so many songs too on like you. Well, not not well, actually. I take that back. Nothing's hard to find on YouTube anymore. But if you don't have like Sazam or whatever at the moment, like what song is that? And like two minutes later, it's like Frank Sinatra or Miles Davis. It's or, like hell, Notorious B.I.G. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, a wide range of music on there. So that's one thing I love about it. But the remake of this series, I like how are you gonna remake a Spike Lee movie? into a Netflix series. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of his movies are really deep and, like, really complicated. Right. But this story is fairly, I won't say simple, but it's a little bit easier to turn into a series. So you have Nola Darling, who is played by Dewana Wise. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who this lady was, but I was told she was on a show called Underground on WGN. Mm. I don't really do shows about slaves, but apparently that was a good one. Unfortunately, she got canceled, and so a whole bunch of stuff happened. She had an opportunity on this show. So my question to you, Elsa, mm-hmm. off the break, I was instantly attracted to her because her eyes are just gorgeous. I, like, I fell in love with her eyes. Oh, she's beautiful. She's just, just gorgeous. But I had some issues with the character initially. Mm, why? I felt like she was in her own world, and she was just kind of stringing a lot of these guys along for the ride. Mm. some of these dudes actually wanted to really be with her like I think actually, we're going to get into these dudes in a second here but right. the guys that she was like intimate with they really wanted to be with her and I felt she was just playing games initially um, in the series you don't what think do you, they were stringing her along at least a couple of them uh, possibly mm-hmm. we'll get into that alright we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> but I want <laughs> I have a few things to say about that but yeah. we will yeah. talk about them in a little bit yeah please Please, I want you to come back now on the show now, yes. please. <laughs> <laughs> Carl is already messed up here. <laughs> New guests are already screwing up here. How do you feel about uh, Nola? I think she is just a free spirit. Okay. And I think it goes along with living in New York, being a New Yorker. I am moved by her. I will say <laughs> that. Don't hold back. Don't. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not holding back. I'm not holding back. I will say that I can see where you're coming from in terms of her having all these lovers and what is she doing and why is she doing it. But I, she's doing what she has to do to figure herself out. I think she's in that, in that cushion of a woman's life. She doesn't have any kids. She's not married. She lives by herself. <laughs> this is, well, this is true. And she's, she's doing her thing. Now she does live by herself. She lives in a, a brownstone, which again, when I went, when I was in Brooklyn, I was like, wow, this is like an actual brownstone. Like I, this is, first of all, this area that we were in was like very much diverse, and I tried to take a look at like how much renting out like an apartment in one of these brownstones in Brooklyn is. There's no way it's ridiculous. It should be this expensive. Mm-hmm. She kind of has help with her rent because she. Ha- I think she's like a she's a teacher or she's an artist. She's an artist and she also teaches. Mm-hmm. But she she, she does, teaches art. <laughs> she yeah she teaches art. I I can't get a grasp of, as to like how young is she. Because she comes off being very young, 
uh, the character. Yeah, the character is coming off like maybe mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Again, still very raw, but like trying to figure things out. But like also, like, you know, like you said, free. But she do have a, a couple of dudes in her pocket mm-hmm. in our lineup. She does. She has options. There is Mars Blackman. Yes. Uh, I believe he played by Anthony Ramos. Mm-hmm. Greer Childs. Yeah. <laughs> the bougie dude. The pretty boy. Yes. No, he's more pretty boy than bougie. He's definitely more pretty boy than bougie. Uh, and we have James, who is older. He is bougie, but slightly hood. Well, he has a questionable background. Put it that way. Right. He's married to a bougie woman. Yeah, she is hella bougie. <laughs> I mean, she is so, just... I guess it rubbed off on him. Yeah. <laughs> now, I... I was trying to figure out which guy I identified with on that show, and that was kind of it was really hard because I was like, initially I'll say I'm James, but <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> where does that initial thought come from? How do you connect to him? Because I like being sophisticated, I identify with that. I may have been Mars Blackman when I was like a lot younger. Mm, I've never really been Greer. Charles Greer, <laughs> Greer Charles. I'm not spending 20 minutes in the bathroom trying to get my hairstyle fixed, looking in the mirror. Taking pictures of yourself. Yeah, I don't. I don't do that. Every five seconds. I don't do that. That's that's you know no no that's that's not a good look, dudes. Guys, I'm telling you right now, don't take selfies. You never. You should never have more selfies than your girl. Never. I uh, agree. That's a problem. It's it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Why is that a problem? Help some of these dudes out. <laughs> oh man, it just makes you look so self-centered. Live a little. You shouldn't be worried about how you look so much. Put the phone down. Put the phone down. Let's uh, talk. All right. So, like, James is, they're all, they're all very intimate with um, Nola. Very intimate. Uh, and they all bring something to the table. Mars is very fun and outgoing, wild. Yes. Goofy. Extremely. I think he, to be honest, he was corny as hell. <laughs> I was like, this dude is so freaking whack. But he makes her crack up. And that's important. Well, laughter is, you know, laughter can be the key to a woman's heart. But he, he was just so damn corny. He's corny, but he keeps it real with her. Like, yeah. when they have their their moments, their little intimate moments, he makes her laugh. But in terms of her dreams, he has her back, and he keeps it real. Yeah. He definitely did, like, definitely did have her back um, throughout the series. Greer Charles, <sighs> what did he bring to the table? Sex. That's about it? Yeah. Okay. In my opinion, he fulfills her sexual needs. That is her her go-to. So, now they all have sex with... Yes, but with with Greer, it's real. Okay. She... As a matter of fact, fact, yeah, because I I had to think about it for a second here. And, like, the scenes with Greer, it was more... Intense. Yeah, more intense. Intense. And it wasn't even, like... Not it didn't seem like they were making love. It was just intense, and it was they went the, at it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It, it wasn't like you know they weren't, they weren't playing a little R and B in the background. Right? It, no, it, it, it was, was not R and B. It was you know not having um Maxwell or Daniel Caesar in the background. They and were going at, they, at it with Cardi B. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, very much so. James. There was some love making yeah. going on in their scenes. And by the way, every episode is not about sex. 
and I'm glad about that because yeah. they could have easily gone down the like the raunchy road and it's like all right well you know this is too much this is too much yeah um so they they were able to keep it very tasteful mm-hmm. but james has money yeah he he brings security to the yeah and uh he's basically paying for nola's brownstone it's he, established at he some helps point her pay the rent at some well it, well oh don't roll your eyes at me what <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't I, pay all of her rent he helps her pay the rent I saw it as like you know he's paying her rent, from my point of view. She doesn't own it. You know she doesn't own it, but yeah. yeah, but like, I feel like all right, you know, all right, you know, we we're dating, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, I'll help you out, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I can afford to help help you out. Yeah, and yeah, he can afford because like he works at some big firm and some high rise in Manhattan, so like you know he yeah. you know he's very he much has walking. the corner office. Yes, that sort of man. Now early in the show there is an incident where she's walking home and like. She's assaulted. Yes. A sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Would you consider that a sexual assault? I, I can't remember how. Because it was a verbal assault. Definitely verbal. I feel there was some contact. and um, I would just label it as assault. Um, she was assaulted. Yeah. She was assaulted in the street. Also, catcalling. I didn't. I've I've only heard mm. about stories about catcalling. I've never done it. It's like good. Yeah. Thank you. On behalf of all women everywhere. I mean, if you're, if you're good looking, you're good looking. Like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. But I'm not going to be like, hey, girl, hey, 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 baby. Oh, it happens all the time. It's annoying. You know, my mom, my mom was telling me a story like years ago in Atlanta where she was like at the bus stop and this dude was like catcalling her and then came up to her and asked me her some corny line like, hey, what's your sign? Like, And she was like, man, my sign? I don't even know. What the hell am I going to tell you my sign for? And he was like, you back talk me one more time. I'm going to slap the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. And, I believe it. And I remember she said, I forget what she said, but she said, I'm going to get my boyfriend on you. But at the time, I don't think she was dating anybody. She, like, she hasn't met my family with that yet. My dad's like a freaking giant. That, that would have been, I'm not sure how tall that dude, big that dude was, but that would have been That would have been, <laughs> that been the end that, of that, that dude. That would have been bad. My, my, my dad, like country Alabama, that's, that's not something to mess with. She told me she dealt with that all the time in Atlanta. She couldn't stand it. And this is back in like the 70s and 80s. So mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, it continues to go on. And then I started hearing about it, like what goes on, like New York and all this stuff, and how yeah. often it happens here too. You know, yeah, I'm sure it happens here too. But like, I'm, I'm again, I just, I guess, I'm in my own world. I just don't pay attention to it, or I don't see it from the eyes of a woman. So it happens often, and what gets to me is not just the catcalling, but in terms of what happened to Nola in this particular episode. This guy, and I guess I'll give it a little. I'll give. It away a little bit. Yeah. He was trying to talk to her, and she wasn't having it. She kept on going about her business. She was trying to get home, and he felt as though she had to talk to him. And that's the real problem. Just because you say hello or just because you're interested in me does not mean that I need to talk to you. You're a stranger in the street <laughs> at the end of the day. Right. Is there? It's your choice if you want to talk to this person or not. Right. And half the t- not even half the time, 98.0% of the time, I would say that if it's dark and I'm walking home, I will not stop for anyone. And that's just me. I've heard something similar to that, uh, where it's like, if you're just walking from, from your apartment to, like, the corner store, and you're just in your own world, but, like, some dude, like, be like, hey, put a smile on your face. It's like... 
that one. I, I've heard. I've heard that. I've heard that. I've gotten that a lot. I've heard that story recently. Like I just never think about stuff like that. Yeah, I've gotten that a lot. Like really, why? I I can smile. I'll smile when I want to smile. Don't tell me what to do. And that's what it comes down to. That's, I am my own person. Don't tell me what to do. That's crazy. And I don't know how some men have the just the audacity. Like, where does the audacity come from to feel like you can tell a woman to smile or tell a woman to stop and talk to you? I don't know where it comes from. All right, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. I guess the mindset is, all right, for a guy, not all these dudes are, not all these dudes are like men because some of these guys are just pigs, to be honest. Right. But if the goal is always to, if you like what you see, you approach the person. Mm-hmm. And I guess some, I guess any means possible. Hey, smile. Or, you know, nice. I guess whatever to get a, a positive reaction out of you to, like, engage into a conversation that will hopefully engage in getting a number mm-hmm. or whatever, I guess that's the mindset. Of like a lot of these guys when like just spew out whatever, right? Spreading uh, out whatever comes to their. I still, you brains. know, I still don't think that's the best way to go about it. There's, there's, a, you get, you're supposed to approach a woman, but you're supposed to do it with some class and some mm-hmm. creativity. Mm-hmm. But if the girl is not, you know, the girl could be interested in you, but is not feeling it right then and there, well, then like just kind of let it go, or whatever, or. Right. Let maybe, it go. maybe, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah let it go. Yeah, no, come on. <laughs> Disclaimer: You let it go. Don't, don't keep following her. My point being, like, there may be another opportunity where you might run into this person, and then it yeah. might, whatever. But if not, look, there's a billion women out here. If one goes by, don't another one's gonna come by down is mm-hmm. in seconds. You know, that doesn't mean you go from like girl to girl. But like, I think that's maybe that's possibly the, the mindset with some of these guys. Yeah. And, you know, and their ego and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, again, feeling superior. Like, oh, yeah, you know, all girls, like, you know, every girl going to be, like, submissive or whatever mm-hmm. the mindset is. And so I think that's where that comes from a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't know. And I understand for guys it could be hit or miss um, with a girl. And sometimes you don't know you don't know what to say. But I will say that disrespect will not get you what you want. So... Nola does have um, a couple of sexual partners. A few. Well, well, yeah, a few. I, I, I mean, it's, not, it's like. <laughs> let me tell you, there's nothing wrong. Like, this is me, a mature version of Carlos, hmm. where I can I, I see it a little bit differently now. Like, all right, you're free to be who you like, be who you are for one, and free to do what you want. And so if you have multiple partners, cool. I mean, just protect yourself for goodness sakes. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'm not sure if that was established on the show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it goes for this not only this show, but even on movies and other shows. It's, yeah, it's never really talked about. Talked about. It's like sometimes it can be implied, but like mm-hmm. uh there's another popular show where something like that became a hot button topic uh um you watch insecure oh yeah yeah and so there was a there was a i know i can come back and talk about insecure yeah we can, we can do we can always do that for right. season three cool uh but yeah just, i don't think that's implied enough in the media 
uh, and in society, mm-hmm. you know, especially like you know, protecting yourself. I uh, agree. I agree. Especially but, with so many kids, like younger kids, have access to all these shows now. Easy, <laughs> easy, easy access. So you're right, and I'm so glad you brought that up. It should be talked about, even if it's ten seconds or just bring out. You know, what you're using to protect yourself um, to show the audience. You have to keep in mind everyone who's watching, all the age groups. Yes. We'll Um, see. (laughs) So, yeah, I I don't remember. I think it's implied in She Gotta Have It, but I can't remember. But, all right, so Nola has, like, multiple partners. But in the back in the day, and even now, you could be called a freak a slut, a hoe, right. all these like negative um, phrases. And hey, a guy does it. Hey man, you're a pimp, man. You're a dog. Hey man, mm-hmm. you hey you got it, son. The show really breaks that down. The um, double standard. The double standard. I personally, honestly, I don't care anymore. I, I used to care back in the day, but the, here's the irony: because dudes will say, dudes will dog girls out, saying, "Oh, I'll call you all kinds of names," but then on a the low, they'll be still trying to holler. Yep. And so it's like, all right. Behind their friends. Behind their friends. <laughs> behind their friends' backs. They're like, oh, but can I, can I still talk to you? I'm st- I'm guilty. Of, I, now, I may not ever, I may not have, like, I, I'm going to be straight up. It's like, I haven't called anyone, like, a hoe or anything like that. But, like, uh, you know, oh, such and such is a freak. Oh, word? All right, cool. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to slide. Well, not slide in the DMs, but, like, you know, I'm going to slide, pull it to the side and, like, you know, rap to her or whatever. Uh, but, like, Nola breaks it down. Like, I'm not a freak. I'm not a... Uh, a slut I'm not a hoe she's expressing herself she's free yeah she's free and that you know that shouldn't be you should be free you should be absolutely open with your sexual well not you don't have to be open with your sexuality like publicly but you should be you have the right to um, live the way you want to live right. Just, again protect yourself yeah and do uh, what you want with your body yeah yeah honestly it's just like uh, I think a lot of guys get kind of caught up with for example like you dating somebody and like they break up and y'all break up or whatever. You like dudes get so like insecure about thinking about their girl with another guy. Somebody it's else. it's freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of that. <laughs> Everybody's been guilty of that. Uh these days actually I don't care anymore. And like somehow I don't know what's like changed, but I realize first of all. I don't own own you. We need a ding button. Ding 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 <laughs> ding ding ding. I don't own you anymore. <laughs> I, like, I, I never owned you, but like I don't own your body, and you have the mm-hmm. f- you have the right to do whatever. So, if you can get past the hurdle of like, all right, first of all, this girl is was never yours to begin with, right? You know, if you can get past that hurdle, and that's a hard hurdle to get past, mm-hmm. you don't trip over it. Right. I'm not sure how to even describe it, and maybe we could need to do another episode mm-hmm. down the road. But if you can get past that mental block of like getting over your girl, you know, getting sex down by some other dude, right. you know, or even even a, a, even someone of, of interest or whatever, mm-hmm. if you can get past that mental block, that mental hurdle, <laughs> you'll be all right, man. All right. And listen, in this season. Nola lets it be known. Like, I'm not yours. And she tells them that. She's not their girlfriend. Um, she's doing what she has to do. They know 
from what I from what I took away from it, it's they know about each other. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> she tells them like this is what's happening, and at one point in one of the episodes, I'm not gonna say which one, they're all in this under the same roof. So it's just like with the double standard. I understand if this is your girlfriend and she's out there, yeah, doing her thing with other guys. Yeah, that's different. Look. If it's already established that you are not, what's the word I'm thinking of? Official. Official. Mm-hmm. Chances are, whatever we're doing together, that person may be doing it with someone else, and you just gotta live with it. Yeah, you know? exactly. And you, know, and just, you know, you gotta like keep hanging out with this girl, mm-hmm. kicking it with this girl, or you have the option to like bounce. You know. And the same goes for girls. Like, yeah. If we flip it, um, if you're dating a guy and he hasn't told you or asked you to be official, or you guys haven't talked about it. Uh, Read between we, the lines. You can't get upset if he has girls in his DM because uh, you guys haven't established a relationship, and I, it goes both ways. Yeah, something that I noticed also when I was in Brooklyn mm-hmm. was uh, it was very gentrified. Mm. Yes. The first time I ever heard about gentrification was like I was in Atlanta and I was driving through um, Bankhead, and my aunt. This is like years ago. Asked me, calls. Hey, do you know what? Uh, you ever heard of gentrification? I was like, uh, no. And then she broke it down. She's like, yeah, you know, this is Bankhead or whatever. You know, Ti grew up from over here. But now a lot of things are getting gentrified. They, you know, bringing down these buildings and building up new high rises and more attractive um, homes. And trying to bring, they want to bring in a different demographic to the neighborhood. And that's also is displayed very clearly and very elegantly in the series. Yes, definitely. Um, we see it. It's very clear with uh, Nola's buddy Papo, our Dominican friend. Yeah, but, comes yeah he's around Dominican, right? With, yeah. Um, with his car and his music, and there's a neighbor that keeps having run-ins with him, and they they argue about him having his music, which. I would say don't have loud music at the same time because you don't want people to do that to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he's just out there having fun. I mean, he's a vet, and he's trying to make his living selling his art, spreading love and light. They even call him Papo the Mayor. So everybody loves him in the neighborhood. Everybody that has been there that's established yeah, yeah. loves him. But then we have these new new neighbors coming in um, who have a problem with him. The mayor is from um, his the mayor is from Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Mm. Gentrification is going on all over. Hell, it's going on in D.C. even as we speak. This very moment, <laughs> there's a conversation being had. There are trains <laughs> around us. There are buildings in development. And this is, this is a neighborhood that was notorious of being rough. Mm-hmm. Where we're currently at right now, and like things have changed drastically. Yeah, but this goes on in the f- in, in every city, and it's going on in DC also. Um, that's H Street, Georgia Ave, right? And very slowly but surely, Anacostia. Yeah, I think they're trying to do that also with um, like Ivy City. Mm-hmm. That's gonna take some time though. Yeah, Ivy City has a <laughs> lot of work to do. They're gonna have to go to war for that one. Yeah, (laughs) that even that's not even an understatement because a lot of 
crazy activity goes on over there. But there's there's good. I like I like the fact that we're building like building new stuff in the city. I just don't like the fact that you're pushing out the poor right. and generations and, and generations, generations of families yeah. that have been here forever that want their kids or well grandparents want their grandkids to grow up in this beautiful city that's Washington D.C. Um, and in the case of the show, New York City. But unfortunately, gentrification is taking over. It's fairly powerful. Finally, would it have worked if Nola Darling, I should say this, but Nola has the girl next door look. Just someone you bring home to meet the family. It's like, hey, mom, I want you to be Ideal. Yes. The ideal in the real world. Yes. Right? Yeah, the real world, yes. <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> Not Instagram ideal. No, 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 no. Gosh, no. Would it have worked with an actress or a model who is more curvy, more revealing, hmm. i.e. a Nicki Minaj, a Kim Kardashian, a Black China? Would that same role, same... Forget their personalities. And right. Everything's the same, but their body image is different. Would it have still been able to hit the, um, hit home? I don't think so. Um, I don't think it would have been believable. I think the artists that you mentioned, we know <laughs> yeah, the I'm, procedures that they've that they've gone through. If it's a if it's a curvy voluptuous woman who's just naturally that, yeah. Um. Yes, but if if it's a a woman that's too made up, too done up, then no. I don't think Nola, the character, would have been accepted. I think, because I haven't heard the, me personally, in conversations that I've had with friends like you, my friends aren't calling her a hoe. They're just like, you know, she's having fun. Yeah. But if it's, and I see where you're going with this, if it's a woman that has this, this curvaceous body, but we know, it, if we knew that it was, a maid body, like it, she went Natural, under scissors. Yeah. yeah. Then no, she would have been called a hoe. Yeah. But if it's natural, it's natural. I know lots of women who just have, like, they were born that way. Yeah. I get that. But I'm not sure if she was voluptuous, well, I see it differently. Would I only see her body and not her personality? Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it takes looking past that, though. I think you have to know where your where your head is if you take a look at the storyline and look past the the body, the body shape, which for a lot of people it takes a lot out of them to to look past the body shape and look at the person and the personality and their grind and their love for art. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. So there's going to be a season two. There is. I'm not sure how that's going to work because the first season is basically the movie, the original movie. Yeah. I personally would have been cool if it was just only one season and been done with it. There is more to be told, but the story has to move forward beyond the movie. And so I'm not sure how that's going to work. I'm curious to know about Nola's past before her lovers, before the brownstone, before all of that. Um especially with her reaction to the assault in that one episode. Yeah. And just the way she views 
her lovers and even Opal. We didn't touch on Opal, but I want to know where that it has to come from somewhere, or is that just her? <laughs> right. Well, so that's my like. I'm I'm dying for season two to come out. Yeah. So hopefully they will dig deeper mm-hmm. into the background, the origins of Nola Darling, which actually will be very good. Yeah. I think it will tie everything together. Yes. We'll be like, oh, okay, that's why you did that. Yeah. Okay, that's why you reacted that way. Yeah. Well, Elsa, guess what? Yes. What's up? We're done. Oh, my. This was fun. Great conversation. Once again, you can follow us at Yes Another Podcast on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at Yes Another Pod. You can email us at Yes Another Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me at That Brother Los on Instagram and Twitter. Elsa. You can follow me at I am Elsa Sanchez on Instagram. Working on that Twitter. Promise. So until next time, we are out. Thank you. See you later. <laughs>